بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم حضرت تمیم داری رضی اللہ عنہ says that Allah Ta'ala tells Malakul Maut go to my certain friend and bring his soul I have tested him in both happiness and sorrow he has passed successfully as I desired bring him so that he may be relieved from the difficulties of this world Allah Ta'ala says to Malakul Maut go to my certain friend and bring his soul I have tested him in both happiness and sorrow that the test often when a person is in some difficulty some hardship then he regards that as a test and indeed those things also come as tests Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us but just as difficulties come as a test even outwardly positive conditions come as a test Hazrat Abu Darda radiyallahu an one of the other sahaba it is his statement that ubtulina biddarra fasabarna he is talking from his level first he is saying that we were tested with adversity we were tested with some difficulties, some hardships and we pass this test by making sabr upon it and then he says ubtulina bissarra falam nasbir that we were then tested with prosperity but we didn't make sabr he is talking obviously from his level what he is saying about we didn't make sabr for us that too will still be a very great level of sabr but from his level he is talking about that we didn't pass this test the way we should have so the point here is that they regarded even that prosperity as a test the conditions of ease as a test happiness as a test many a times when a person Allah Ta'ala blesses him with ease with prosperity with happiness and a person ends up forgetting Allah Ta'ala person ends up forgetting that being who granted him that ease and happiness and he then goes into the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala that wealth which Allah Ta'ala blessed him with oh, that's a test rather than use that to get closer to Allah Ta'ala he then now uses that to disobey Allah Ta'ala so this is also something to always be in mind that both conditions are a test and a person is all the time in this examination hall this is the thing to always bear in mind that this dunya is an examination hall and everything is part of that test some questions will come very easy but that's also part of the test a person takes a chance it's an easy question just write anything that too might become a problem he might fail so he has to write that easy question also carefully and some questions are difficult so he'll have to apply his mind and answer that also carefully so everything is part of this test so Allah Ta'ala says to Malakul Maud go to my certain friend and bring his soul I have tested him in both happiness and sorrow he has passed successfully as I desired bring him so that he may be relieved from the difficulties of this world Malakul Maud comes to him with 500 angels all of them come with the shrouds of Jannah in their hands they hold a bouquet of sweet Rayhan, basil flower, which is made up of 20 different colors 
and in each color there is a different fragrance. Amongst the things they bring with them is a white silken cloth from which the fragrance of musk emits. Malakul Maut sits at his head side while the rest of the angels gather around him. They place their hands on all parts of his body. The silken cloth is then placed under his chin and a door of Jannah is opened in front of his eyes. He is entertained and diverted by the many new fascinating things of Jannah like the household folk will divert a crying child's attention towards different things. At times the damsels of Jannah are brought forward. At times the fruit of Jannah and at times the excellent clothing. In short, different bounties of Jannah are brought forward. The damsels of Jannah jump with joy. Viewing the scene, his soul in the body palpitates and throbs like an animal would flutter to come out of a cage. Malakul Maut tells him, O blessed soul, come towards thornless lote trees, layers of bananas, spacious and wide shade and flowing waters. This is the ayat of the Quran Sharif in Surah Waqiyah. Amidst thornless lote trees and layers of bananas and spreading shade, Malakul Maut speaks to him in such a soft tone as a mother would speak to her child. Because he knows that this soul is a favorite of Allah Ta'ala. He approaches the soul very kindly so that Allah Ta'ala may become pleased with him. The soul comes out of the body so easily as hair is taken out of dough. When the soul is extracted, all the angels greet it and extend to him the glad tidings of entry into Jannah. The Quran has mentioned it in this manner, those whom the angels cause to die in the state of purity. And if he is amongst the favorite servants, then he is mentioned with regard to him in Surah Waqiyah. Then, if he is amongst the near ones, there shall be rest, satisfaction, and a garden of delight for him. When the soul leaves, it addresses the body. May Allah Ta'ala grant you the best rewards. You were quick in obeying Allah Ta'ala. You avoided disobeying Allah Ta'ala. When a person is tempted to commit sin, to disobey Allah Ta'ala, then at that time, this is the thing to bear in mind, that that sacrifice he makes at that time, he allows his heart to break, but he doesn't break the command of Allah Ta'ala. So that sacrifice is not gone in vain, and it comes to his benefit at the most crucial time. Like in this case now, that soul is leaving, and that soul is giving dua to that body. May this be a blessed day for you. You have saved both yourself and myself from punishment. The body then addresses the soul in the very same manner at the time of separation. The portion of earth whereupon he used to make excessive ibadah, cries. The heavenly doors through which his deeds used to ascend and sustenance used to descend also weep. Thereafter, 500 angels gather around the mayit, the deceased person. When those bathing him turn him from side to side, the angels quickly turn him and before the people can enshroud him with a kafan, the angels quickly enshroud him with the kafan they brought. Before the people can apply ither upon him, they quickly apply that perfume upon which they brought. Then they form a line on both sides from the door of his home till the grave. They welcome him with dua 
and they seek forgiveness on his behalf. Looking at this spectacle, Shaitan cries so loud that his bones begin to break. He says to his army, may you be destroyed. How did he escape you? They reply, he was protected. Allah Ta'ala protects those who make an effort to reach him. Those who strive to obey Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala grants them his protection. Thereafter, Malakul Maut takes his soul and proceeds upwards. Hazrat Jibreel Salatu Wasalam welcomes him with 70,000 angels. These angels give him glad tidings from the side of Allah Ta'ala. Thereafter, Malakul Maut takes him to the throne of Allah Ta'ala. Reaching there, the soul falls into sajda. That soul, while it was in the body, so that body was making sajda regularly. Whenever it was time for salah, that salah was not being missed. Whether it was fajr, or whether it was zuhar, or asar, maghrib, isha. So the person who was regular with his salah, staying away from haram, obeying Allah Ta'ala, now he gets this great blessing from Allah Ta'ala that that soul now makes sajda on the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. Reaching there, the soul falls into sajda. Allah Ta'ala says, take my servant's soul to the thornless low trees and clusters of bananas. When his body is placed in the grave, his salah stands on his right hand side, fast on his left, recitation of the Quran and remembrance of Allah Ta'ala above his head. The steps he took for salah with jama'ah stand next to his legs, those legs that walked towards the house of Allah Ta'ala, walked in the path of Allah Ta'ala. So now those legs are going to be granted protection by those very same footsteps. Allah forbid if those feet were used to walk towards the, de vices, the dens of vice, towards places of sin and haram, then what's going to be the condition? Recitation of the Quran and remembrance of Allah Ta'ala above his head, the steps he took for salah with jama'ah stand next to his legs, and patience upon calamities and refraining from sin stand in one corner of the grave. That is the sabr that he made. The sabr on any difficulty, the sabr he exercised in staying away from haram. Because that required his sabr also. He was being tempted, he was being dragged in a certain direction, but he broke his heart, but he didn't break the command of Allah Ta'ala. That was a very great sabr he exercised. That sabr now also is there in the grave to protect him. Thereafter, punishment enters the grave and stretches its neck to reach the deceased person. If it tries to reach from the right-hand side, Salah says, keep away. By Allah, this person always brought difficulty in the world. Now he has the opportunity to sleep with ease. Punishment now tries to approach from the left-hand side, but Som, the fasting, prevents him in a similar manner. Therefore, it tries to approach him from the head side, but this time the recitation of the Quran and Zikr block him saying, you have no right to approach him from this way. In short, he cannot reach the deceased from where he wants to enter because Ibadat protects the friend of Allah Ta'ala from all sides. Punishment then becomes helpless and returns. At this instance, patients who are standing in one corner says to the various Ibadat, I was waiting to assist that side which may have appeared weak because of any type of deficiency caused in its execution. But all praise is due only to Allah, you have protected him collectively. Now I will be of help to him when his deeds will be weighed 
on the scale. May Allah Ta'ala make us among those who become the friends of Allah Ta'ala so that at the time of our leaving this dunya, we are also granted this great gift from Allah Ta'ala that we are taken in this manner. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Subhanallah, bihamdulillahi, subhanakallahu, alhamdulillahi, 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 alhamd